Welcome to the Principal Pipeline, the Wallace Foundation's podcast. I'm Ed Pauley, Director of Research and Evaluation at Wallace, and I'm so glad you've joined us today for what we believe will be an informative and useful conversation. At Wallace, a major focus of ours for nearly two decades has been an effort to strengthen the training and support of school principals who play such an essential role in school success. For five years, starting in 2011, we supported six large urban school districts in building principal pipelines and learning more about what it takes to do so. What do we mean by a pipeline? We mean a coherent system of training, hiring, and supporting novice principals on the job with the goal of building a substantial pool of strong candidates to lead schools. On the Principal Pipeline podcast, we'll bring you an in-depth conversation with people who are actually building principal pipelines to share what we and they are learning, learning about how districts and states can develop good systems to produce a robust supply of effective school principals. I'm delighted to welcome our guest today, Steve Tozer, the Director of the Center for Urban Education Leadership at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and Liz Kirby, the Chief of Strategy and Planning for Chicago Public Schools. Thanks, Steve and Liz, for joining me today. To build a principal pipeline, high-quality pre-service training of aspiring principals is absolutely essential. That means university-based preparation programs need to be selective about who they admit. It also means the training should equip a new generation of principals with the real-life knowledge and skills to lead teaching and learning and to meet the needs of the school district. One of the findings of the Wallace Principal Pipeline Initiative is that the six participating districts were able to improve training programs they ran themselves, but it was a lot harder to influence area universities to make their programs better. Chicago Public Schools and the University of Illinois at Chicago, which were not part of the Wallace Pipeline Initiative but did receive some of the first Wallace grants on school leadership, have had a successful partnership for years, and currently 60 Chicago principals leading high-need schools have come through UIC's program. Those schools have had better student outcomes than other schools. Let's find out more about how they did it. First, the challenge. Liz Kirby, you've been a teacher, an assistant principal, a principal, and now a district leader. From where you sit, why do so many university programs, even good ones, fall short when it comes to preparing people to lead schools? School leadership really um, is a complex endeavor. Um, and, And principal preparation programs sometimes forget that you have to prepare participants both for the technical aspects of the job, but also for the adaptive aspects of the job. The technical aspects are ever changing. Um, but really incorporating a strong reflective piece, really ensuring that there are strong um, matches for schools made where people do their practice is really critical to having a really strong program. And that's been hard, you think, for some programs? It's been difficult. Some programs don't don't provide um, enough, um, a a comprehensive program that really addresses all the different complexities of the principalship role. Steve Tozier, from your vantage point at a major university, why do so many preparation programs struggle with this and too often seem to operate completely separately from the districts that will hire their graduates? Yeah, that's been a significant problem for universities now for a long time. And so the answer begins begins with the historical observation, 
we haven't funded principal preparation programs across the U.S. to do something as basic as having hands-on internships in public schools in order to do in order to learn what they need to learn about leadership. So it's a little bit like the medical profession was a hundred years ago when doctors could get their medical degrees without doing any kind of residencies or internships. But we now know that you can't learn to play a piano by reading about it. And historically, most of our principal preparation programs have conferred the certificate through almost entirely just classroom uh, activities. So this becomes a movement uh, uh, of change in staffing and a change in funding if we want to see universities support field-based principal preparation programs, which most observers believe is the necessary next step. So Steve, how can university programs take the first steps to build a partnership with their local school districts? Um, I, I think that we're starting to see more and more state support for this kind of thing happening, for one thing, but I think also it's the case that uh, universities are in a position to reach out to school districts and say, we can't do this job as well as it needs to be done unless we work together with you in the school district. And um, this is how we started 15 years ago, by reaching out to the, to the school district and saying, we can do a much better job of preparing the principles that our schools need if, in fact, we work together on this, and that's exactly what happened. And can you give us some examples of how UIC became more responsive to the needs of the Chicago public school system? Sure. Uh, I think the first thing was a mindset shift. Um, we began to shift our understanding of who our clientele was. Instead of believing that our clientele was graduate students who wanted a certificate for the principalship, we began to believe that our clientele was public school students who needed a good principal in their schools. So with that mindset shift, the next step was to ask the question um, of what could each side, the university provide and the school district provide that was distinctive. And the school district, for example, has had a um, has made an investment in uh, supporting full-year, full-time leadership internships, which has paid off very, very well for the school district. A former HR officer for Chicago Public Schools said, this is an investment we can't afford not to make because the quality of, of novice principals that come out of a full-year internship is a, is a very different quality than someone who's simply read about it in class. So you mentioned the payoffs. What difference has this made for student outcomes of the schools led by graduates of your program? Yeah, one of the things that we track, and I think it's important to, to put a, a disclaimer here, not every one of our principals turns out to be a star. Um, and there, there, that's a long discussion uh, about, how we, about how any field uh, locates and predicts talent and success for the future. Um, but nonetheless, by being highly selective at the front end, um, we're able to ensure that the folks that come into the program are those who can best take advantage of what we have to offer. So what we're seeing in a school district that is now leading the nation among large school districts in student achievement gains over the past 15 years and leading the state of Illinois among the largest 55 districts in achievement gains over the last 15 years, in that school district, our principals are performing slightly better, uh, not dramatically better, but slightly better uh, than, uh, than, the, uh, than their sort of uh, comparison schools on things like attendance, uh, student achievement, college graduation, freshman, or high school graduation, freshman on track, and so on. And this incremental being better every year by just 5 or 6% on any one of those measures means that over time it adds up to a really significant hit. 
Liz, how did the Chicago School District go about building its partnership with UIC? For example, how does the district shape the courses that are taught? And does your district report back to the universities about how the graduates are doing on the job? Yeah, we have a really deep partnership with UIC. From the beginning, we assessed uh, the needs to identify strong principles to go into our schools. And it's a strategy that I think has really paid off for the district in terms of achievement gains, really being intentional around ensuring we have a, a, a large group of strong leaders to lead the schools. In terms of our partnership, um, after assessing those needs, we really sought, uh, sought after partners that could really customize the program to address the unique needs of, of leading an urban school. Um, and we've been lucky over time to really have an open relationship where we're in constant communication around the progress of the graduates, around the adjustments that need to be made to the program, around uh, placement of graduate, graduates in the program at particular schools. So it's a really um, systematic process where we're constantly assessing where we are in terms of the leadership program, making adjustments, identifying new needs, and asking uh, UIC to respond to those needs in order to ensure we have a really strong bench of principals. Let me jump in on that because um, CPS, Chicago Public Schools, did something that no other major district did. It got state legislative approval 21 years ago to establish its own eligibility exam for principals, and it's a much higher bar than the state certificate is. And the consequence of that is that uh, for the last dozen years, approximately 60% of those uh, state certificate holders applying to be Chicago principals failed that district bar exam, so to speak. And part of the reason that's powerful is because it forces those of us who want our principals hired in that district to pay attention to what the district is expecting. So it goes back to one of your earlier questions about partnership. So the, the district establishes its set of competencies and standards, which are thoroughly consistent with national standards, but as Liz says, paying attention to the urban environment. And if we want our principals to succeed on that eligibility assessment, it means our curriculum has to prepare them to succeed. Liz and Steve, you co-teach a year-long doctoral course to develop the principal supervisors to move them away from being just compliance officers and more toward being managers who really help school principals grow. Liz, why did your district believe this was needed? You know, each of the chiefs oversee 30 to 40 schools, and they're tasked with improving or sustaining strong achievement at those schools. That means that they have to both coach their principals, but also push their principals. And that really takes a unique skill set. We make assumptions that if you've been a strong principal, you can automatically jump into an assistant superintendent or a superintendent role. And that's really not true. Um, there really are other things that principal, strong principal supervisors need to learn and adopt in order to really support and uh, push and um, assist their principals of schools in improving their schools. So it's really new work, I think, nationally. Uh, people really are starting to look at the principal supervisor role. And we want to make sure that the same strong research-based practices that were used to inform principal preparation programs are also being used to inform the work that we're doing with principal supervisors, or in Chicago we call them network chiefs. Steve, what Liz just told us about principal supervisors is very unusual. Why is it important? Uh, for us, I think it's important because we are so intentional about our principal preparation programs in the pipeline that we have to be just as intentional about how those principals are supervised once they get in the district. And if that's misaligned, if the district aligns its principal preparation programming partnerships with, uh, with universities like UIC, um, 
as compared to what they're expecting of principals once they're in position and how those principals are coached, um, then that misalignment isn't going to help develop the talent. New principals have a whole lot of development yet to do, and we're all, we're all acutely aware of that. And so the, the task for your network chiefs, each of them supervising the size of a, a sizable district, 30 to 40 principals each, the task for the chief is first and foremost to develop these principles, because if they don't develop these principles, we won't get the results that, that we're all looking for. Liz, the Chicago district is getting nationwide attention these days for impressive gains among low-income students. What role do you think school principals play in this notable performance? The principal is the lead learner um, in a school, but also the lead teacher of a school. Um, their classroom are the teachers that they support and the teachers that work with students. Uh, the principal sets the vision and the agenda, um, aligns it to the district, and ensures that teachers are supported um, towards reaching that vision. Um, they uh, make adjustments to strategy based on trends that they see. Um, they are encouragers, they're cheerleaders, um, they're coaches. Um, we would never have been able to get the gains that we have experienced without strong, dedicated principals leading their school communities and really supporting teachers who are doing that day-to-day -day work and getting, that, getting student achievement outcomes. And again, I want to say we've been so serious. I remember when I became um, a principal, when I did my first training program, I first did a very uh, traditional, not terribly rigorous program. I started one. Um, and when I saw what, what, what I was getting, I thought, this isn't what I need to be a principal. Um, this was around the same time that UIC and new leaders were starting to do principal prep work in the city. They really worked, they were really dedicated to a high quality principal preparation program, which really helped me to develop the skills to lead my school. Um, that investment in principals and the leadership of principals to me is a key factor around the success. We couldn't do the work without strong principals. We've seen time and time again the difference in a school is the leadership that is at the helm of the school. For our last question, Liz, is there a piece of advice that you have for other districts that want to build a, a strong partnership with their local universities? Yeah, I think districts first have to get really clear about their needs as it relates to principal leadership. We're engaged in a process where we're predicting vacancies one year, two year, three years out. We're looking at the types of schools that we need strong leaders for, the characteristics of leaders that we'll need for that. Um, and then using that to inform the types of partnerships that we have with universities. But it doesn't just stop with an RFP and having organizations apply to provide that leadership uh, training. We want to continue to check in uh, quarterly, even more frequently, to see how the, how the participants in those prep programs are doing, what adjustments need to be made, what we're seeing in the field. One thing that we do in Chicago is that we don't just um, leave it up to uh, UIC and other partners to do the training. We actually go out, we visit the residents ourselves, we see what's happening on the ground, we communicate that uh, back up to the partners and make you know any on the ground adjustments that, that are really needed. We also, um, I would also say to districts, not only think about your principal prep program, start thinking about those soon to be principals how do you engage with teacher leaders who at some point will probably become assistant principals or principals to really start that pipeline work um, very early um, in the process? And Steve, what's the best advice you would give other universities that want to start better pro uh, uh, programs to prepare principals? I would say a couple of things. One of them, I'm going to start with the following fact that underscores Liz's remarks. Um, this week, the eighth 
chief executive officer for Chicago Public Schools was installed as interim since today's high school seniors uh, entered the school system. Tremendous churn at the, at the top is all too frequent in large urban districts in America, and small districts too, for that matter. And so one of the things that universities and districts can recognize is that by working together, they can be a force for stability. We've had eight CEOs since our program started, but the university has been a source of stability in its partnership with the school district. And as a consequence, instead of eight CEOs being a recipe for disaster, Chicago Public Schools has continued to improve throughout that entire time. I'd like to thank our guest today, Steve Tozier of the Center for Urban Educational Leadership at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and Liz Kirby from Chicago Public Schools. Thanks to both of you for giving us a picture of how university training programs and school districts can together strengthen how principals are trained and made ready for leading schools, and for talking with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, please rate our show on Apple's podcast to help others find us. And to learn more about Wallace and find notes about today's show, visit us online at wallacefoundation.org slash podcast. And you can follow the Wallace Foundation on Twitter at WallaceFDN. I look forward to sharing our next Principal Pipeline conversation with you.